Good morning. Welcome to Memorial. We are so glad you're here for our special children's Sabbath service. And we hope that you are planning to stay after today's service and join us for lunch in the Family Life Center. I have one note about the order of worship. It, the page number for the first hymn, Tell Me the Stories of Jesus, is printed wrongly in the bulletin. So please turn to page 277 instead for that hymn. Good morning. Please remember that this Wednesday, October 2nd, is our first monthly Wednesday supper at 6. Please join us in the Family Life Center for a spaghetti meal and then stay for roasting marshmallows around a campfire and story time. This isn't just for kids. This is for the whole church. Please come. Call the church office by 12 noon tomorrow to RSVP. The theme of today's service is Let Your Light Shine. We have learned about how we can reflect the light of Christ to our friends and family, complete strangers, and to the world. Our light is in Jesus, and we want to reflect his light to shine bright on everyone we meet. We hope you will see the light in us today as we help share it with the world.
Please remain standing and join us in the words of Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, the Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. Third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven. join me for the children's moments. Take this flashlight and shine it on me. I will show you what I mean. You see that all the light that, as the light shines on me, I hold up the mirror and I can reflect the light on you. On you, I am. I am not the light. I am just letting my mirror reflect the light to shine on you. If I am going to reflect your light, reflect the light on you, there are a couple things that you want to, that are very important. I must keep my mirror facing towards the light. If I turn it away from the light, I cannot reflect the light. I must make sure that nothing comes between me and the light. If that happens, I cannot reflect the light. The Bible tells, tells us that there was a man sent, who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that the light so, says, so that through, all men, through him all men might believe he himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light, the true light that gives the light 
to every man who was coming into coming into the world. Why do you, who do you think the lie in the Bible said it was coming into the world? That's right, Jesus. Jesus is the light of the world. And and I and you and I need to be like John. The Bible says that we are to let our light shine, but we need to remember that our light is Jesus. We are not the light, we are just mirrors that reflect his light. If we are going to reflect our, the light on Jesus, we must remember a couple of things. We must keep our faces toward, turned towards Jesus, and we must not let anything come between us and Jesus. When we remember those two things, we will reflect his light into the entire world. Dear Jesus, we want to reflect your light to the world and help us. Help us to keep our faces turned toward you and help us to keep anything from coming between us and you. Amen. scripture lesson for today comes from John 1 6 through 9 there is a man who was sent from God his name was John he came as a witness to testify testify concerning the light so that through him all men might believe he himself was not the light he came only as a witness to the light the true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to
us pray. Dear God, thank you for today. Thank you for, for everything you have, have done for us and all you have blessed us with. We love you. Thank you for our church and all the blessings we have here at Memorial. Help us to share our many blessings with others. Please be with all those who are sad, sick, and lonely. Most of all, please help us be your light and reflect your brightness to the world. Now let us pray as he taught us to say, taught us to, to pray by saying the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed I be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Deliver us not from temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now let us, now let us worship God with our tithes and offerings.
The sermon text comes from Psalms 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is, it is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endurance forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today's sermon uses old familiar hymns to help us understand, learn, and grow. We hope you will join us in singing these songs as we share today's message with you. We praise our message will be a blessing to all who hear. Here it is already 5 a.m. Where has the morning gone? Sorry about that. Of course we had no watches in 1715. You and your 18 brothers and sisters are to meet me on the porch in five minutes so we can sing from the glorious psalms before breakfast, just like we do every morning the good Lord has made. I just love having you all home for school and using the Bible as our textbook. I can't wait to hear what lovely poems you'll write today. God has blessed you with a special gift, child. Now get up, on up and use it. And Charles did use his gift. He wrote poems while he was walking, traveling on a stagecoach, even on horseback. He grew up writing and telling everyone about God. Charles Wesley wrote over 6,000 hymns. Think about it, that's almost one day for 17 years, woof. His songs were easy to learn and everyone loved them because he put music to the words people wanted to say to God. The way he could say things was amazing, twisting words around, saying things that nobody had ever thought of. For instance, what if you had a thousand tongues? My teacher says, I can't control the one I have. <laughs> I'm with you, but just think, if we did have all those tongues, a thousand of them, and we used them for praising God, we could really raise the roof. 
couldn't we? Charles wrote the great hymn, Jesus the Name That Charms Our Fears. You know, if someone charms our fears, they just take them right away and help them and help us forget them. And that's just what happens when you talk to Jesus. Try it sometime. I guarantee you'll feel better. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your splendor all day. I sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. Father in heaven, if we had a thousand tongues to sing, we would all say, we love you, Jesus. Help Today, help us listen to your voice and use our mouths and, and our one tongue to honor you. Amen. Let me start by telling you that a four-year-old is not too young to memorize poetry. The boy who grew up to write one of the grandest hymns in all of England memorized many poems when he was very young. He learned Latin when he was only four. So he could memorize poems in another language. He knew five different languages by the time he was 13 years old. Isaac Watts was the boy who loved poems. There was something very wonderful inside Isaac's young mind. He would play with words and talk by making rhymes all the time. Have you ever heard somebody say you're a poet and you don't know it? Well, that's exactly what Isaac was like as a boy. Once during family prayer time, Isaac opened his eyes and saw a mouse run up a curtain to the fireplace mantle. He couldn't help himself from blurting out. A mouse for once. A there uh, stairs ran up a rope to say his prayers. His father scolded him for interrupting the devotional time and told him to please stop making so many rhymes. Thinking he was going to get a spanking, poor little Isaac turned to his father and said, Oh, for father, do some pretty tape, and I will no more verses make. Perhaps by making his father smile at the poem, Isaac was spared his punishment. One day after church, Isaac and his father were talking about the music in the service. Isaac said, God is to so exciting, but our music is so boring. His father told him, if you don't like the hymns we sing at church, 
Give us something better, young man. Even though Isaac was only 15, he decided to do just that. He knew the Bible very well and had memorized many verses from the Psalms. It was fun for Isaac to put the words of Psalms into music for worship that could be sung with joy. When the people at church heard Isaac's hymns, they were delighted. He kept writing hymns for all occasions. One of the songs Isaac wrote as joy to the world. People were so pleased with the hymns Isaac wrote that they said he must have had angels telling him what to write. They pictured Isaac sitting at his writing table with the angels whispering songs in his ear. The next time you sit down, listen. Maybe you'll hear the whisper of a song in your ear. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my, of my Father who is in heaven. Matthew 18.10 Father in heaven, you are an exciting God. I can be full of joy because of you. Thank you for whispering songs into my heart. I want to be happy. I may be a poet and not know it. Amen. Maltby Davenport Babcock. It's just fun to say that. In fact, let's all say it together. Maltby Davenport Babcock. Hey, I know what, let's play a game. Yes, all of us. Every time I say Maltby, I want you to repeat it after me. Let's try it, Maltby. Maltby. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. Work with me, people. Maltby. Maltby. Hmm, bring in the reinforcer. Let's try it again, louder this time. Maltby. Maltby. Very good. Now on with our story. Maltby. Maltby. Was a strong swimmer, a fine baseball pitcher, and Maltby was kind to others. He stood up for. He stood up to others and had strong, had strong, strong muscles. Hmm. Really strong muscles. Maltby. Maltby. Loved to sing. And Maltby. Maltby. Even led the boys' choir and orchestra at school. After he grew up, he became a minister. People, people loved to hear him speak the truth of God. The beauty of God's creation, the sights and sounds always filled his heart. <clears throat> and one day he put pen to paper. <clears throat> he put pen to paper. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Then he wrote the hymn, This is My Father's World. So today, when you leave this place, listen and look 
for sounds and sights that show God's creativity. This, then share them outside and inside with, with joy to others. Just like malt be. Malt be. Come on, folks, let's end with a bang. Just like malt be. Malt be. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Father in heaven, everywhere I look, there is something beautiful that you have made. I want to speak of your Messiah. That, that's when I'm happiest on the outside and inside. Amen. loves books. Reginald Heber. He always has a book in his hand. My mom says reading makes you smart. I guess that's why he's the smartest kid in our school. Smart but pity. I mean it. When Reginald's not reading, he's not reading poetry. He's reading the Bible. And Reginald has a really strong really serious strong love for God. He's also an awesome storyteller. Have you ever heard his stories and poems? Oh yeah, we hang out by the swings just to hear him tell his stories. He can even read them and make the words pop right off the pages. It's amazing. I wonder if he'll keep it up. Well, he did keep it up. As a young man, Reginald won a very special poetry contest. And here's my favorite part. His mom went to congratulate him on the award and found him on his knees, thanking God for giving him, giving him the poem. Among many other songs, he wrote, Holy, Holy, Holy. Have any of you heard of that song? Many call it the world's greatest hymn. Reginald Heber wanted to use the purest and most excellent words when talking about God. So use the actual words that angels sing when they worship God in heaven. Hey guys, there are two funny words in this hymn. Who knows what in the world or what out of this world cherubim and seraphim are.
Well, my mom said I have faith like a cherub. I agree with your mom, and that's very close to the answer because they are angels. You know, Isaiah 6-2 tells us the seraphim angels are said to have three sets of wings, one to cover their faces, one to cover their feet, and one with which to fly. Pretty cool, huh? My prayer is that every time you hear this song, you'll picture yourself standing before the throne of God, praising him, just like the angels do. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Elijah 6, 3. Oh, Lord, you are perfect and holy. Thank you for Jesus. We want to be like him. Help us to be wise and have a grateful heart. We won't forget to thank you when you send good ideas our way. Amen. This way, a light of mine. 